And I'm gone again. We can hear you, though. You can hear us? Oh, Apparently you can't. Oh, great. Scott? Nope. Let's do the whole show with him like this. <laughs> this is what we were talking about last episode. Yeah. He just stares in that little box, tries to chime in, and we keep talking. <laughs> the Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. Hello. And I'm back. Yeah. All it's right. It's not going to last. Uh, if it goes out, it's just out. We're going to have to okay. go. Okay. Thanks. Uh, just we are rolling. Us, just text us information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's done. It's, it's the storm. Well, it might be. Uh, it's probably pe- so many people are on the internet right now. That's it. Did you see the numbers with pornography mm-hmm. on the interwebs? No. Like seven times. It's normal usage for a weekday afternoon. Seven times. Seven times. It exploded. Because colleges are, they're, this is my theory about, I'm trying to figure out why is everybody going after toilet paper? By the way. Tummy puddles. <laughs> tummy puddles. <laughs> Nobody wants tummy puddles. And they can't use the wet wipes for that or paper towels. They're being smart. And so they're hoarding because they know they're going to spend the entire month of March uh, beaten off. Why is it when you gave me porno stance, the first thing I went to was the term whack-a-mole? <laughs> that's the first thing. I don't know. That's you. I can't tell if we can see. Scott, can you hear us? Or are you just. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I can't. You can't hear it. Oh, this is the promo. It's, Isn't it's that like, great, Scott? Yeah. He's just staring into anger. I, he blinked a couple times. I don't know if that's one if by land, two if by sea. There he is. We can, Hi, Scott. I'm just going to pop in every once in a while. Yeah. 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 That's well, that's, that's talk. That's, that's the, the goal. <laughs> oh, cool. Good. <laughs> Kevin Paul just had interrupt. a great line, though, by the way, while you were. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I know it was. He's here. So if you hadn't heard the last episode, we are uh, now the uh, leading source of misinformation on coronavirus. That's right. You hear a rumor. We will tell you it's true. Uh, we will present things as true. Nothing is uh, false here. No, All things we, possible. We, uh, no, we actually, you can get coronavirus from a phone call, I just found out. Through the phone? Through the phone. Through listening? Or hey, th- could somebody uh, keep pressing computer buttons? So, <laughs> yeah. is that Scott? Scott, do you have computer buttons? Who's, who's, he can't who's, hear us again. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great visual. I love it. It's so funny. But Jose yeah. has to just keep knocking them out and yeah. pulling them back in. Yeah. And that's that was a great show. Yeah, it Fun was awesome. Show. Great job, man! One of the funnest moments I've ever had because the, the flow was <laughs> you so said good. Funnest. The most funnest, mostest oh, fun. It's a, not from you. More funnest. I, the funnest. I did say funnest. The most fun. Mostest the most fun. fun. The fun funnest. So if you missed the last episode, I told a quick story. I missed one of the major points that Michelle was trying to hoard toilet paper. By the way, that paying off for you guys right now. Oh yeah, Michelle. Which I probably shouldn't mention on the podcast. Shh. Because Michelle's going to find out that toilet paper... She's going to shit herself. <laughs> I think she literally is with the amount she wanted. But she had a bunch of toilet paper in a cart, and people stole toilet paper from the cart. And she was mad about it. Oh, like, right. you were the bad person to start with. Yeah. You deserve that. So you don't, were the hoarder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the hoarder being hoarded from. Well, being uh, corrected. I believe so. Yeah, justifying. That was the, the stock market. Yeah, a exactly. Yeah, it was a huge correction. That's why Michelle's new name is DJIA. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
I had to think through it. That's how slow my brain is. That's right. all right. It's good. It's a little bit slow for all of us. Feels good though. Um, yeah, but the toilet paper thing had me baffled until I'm like, oh, porn numbers through the moon. Right. It is because we won't stop beating off. And <laughs> it, it is. And uh, before it. you continue with this, I want to say this uh, to cut you off here. This is the rest of the show is going to be a big sports show. Uh, yeah, that's the plan. But we we always like to to get a little bit in about our lives, current and other. Other people's lives, current events. <laughs> and, uh, you want to hear the most bougie thing? Uh, from uh, here's a, here's a quick backstory, and then I'll shut up. My grandfather, at uh, age twelve, was told by his parents to quit school because he needed to work in a factory. Uh, and this is nineteen twenty-two or twenty nineteen twenty. So at nineteen twenty, they're like, "You got to quit school. We need the money. You're working in a steel factory." He had polio. He had one good arm. So uh, this is in 1920. So that's how he dealt with it while the Spanish flu went on, and that's it. Uh, my wife yesterday was very upset uh, when she received a text from a lady, and, sh- and I heard, Oh, great. This thing sucks. I'm like, what's wrong? I can't get my <sighs> hair done or a facial. They canceled their facial this week. The sacrifices we're making are unbelievable right now, and I can't even get over it, even though prior generations have been through just a little bit more. Michelle had an, uh, my wife had an instance where her um, nail appointment was canceled. Her mom's nail appointment was canceled, and then her mom scheduled, rescheduled the nail appointment. <laughs> Scott's leaving, and now we can hear him and see him. <laughs> <laughs> and he just stormed off. So what audibly. just happened? So anybody? He audibly stormed away. Scott comes into us remotely from Indianapolis <laughs> via the internet and toilet paper. And he's yelling. <laughs> this could Definitely be. promo. This Definitely. Could be. Oh, and this oh, he came in. He oh, left. I thought he was gone. He left on the right side of the screen and came back in on the left. He traveled around the world. <laughs> <laughs> see, if, see if this does it. Hi, Scott. Uh, Nothing. Nothing. He can't hear us. <laughs> He is wasting his day. Uh, yeah, just stop. He's got to stop. This is where you. There this is. is where you guys just go. It's not going to work. I don't know why it won't. Well, I'll tell you right now what I've just heard on uh, wasn't on CNN. Uh, hand sanitizer is what's spreading the virus. So oh my god! Needs to stop wow. maple That's syrup. That's what works. <laughs> then you don't touch your face because everything's sticky. And I have, and have a term have for a that. I have a term for that. Log cabin fever. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well done. Lo- <laughs> I had I've, I thought of that earlier today that and had good. nowhere to put it. That's good. And then Scott, he gave you one. Oh, he Ed McMahon he me. gave you. Let one. me and let me nail it. Yeah. knocked it out of the park <laughs> in probably <laughs> August when baseball resumes. I think Scott's going again. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like he's. Here's the thing. It's almost like he is. Um, You're corollating this. It's kind of like uh, it's uh, it's almost like if Andy Griffith had a child with uh, no, it's a, Aunt B, and uh, <laughs> it's a Floyd the Barber reference. Yeah, it's like uh, Floyd the Barber. Uh, Mahalo, Scott. Nothing. He's <laughs> 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 gone. We just have to wait for him. It's like it, you know. Remember, it, it's it's almost like the show Tattletales. Bert Convy hosted, and and one guy would go in a room and put headphones on. He couldn't hear us give answers, and then we would get questions, and then he would try to match them. Now, now make that the analogy. Adam Carolla <laughs> analogizing it to Ducktales. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we got to get into the sports because this is so ridiculous. We wanted it. to not be. I hear it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. All right, we, we want to talk about free agent uh, friends. The reason that we're even doing this show uh, today is uh, calm. Uh, I'm insane. Very often, Scott, uh, or I'm sorry, John and I will text each other back and forth, and he'll have a theory. And I'm like, you know what? That's just let's do an extra show. Can you do it? And you were like, I have absolutely nothing else to do in <laughs> life. To do. Traffic's easy right now. Uh, yeah, that's the oh, that's amazing. Crazy. I'm loving this thing right now. Nobody's on the roads. We're being told never to shake hands again, which is a dream. Don't gather with people and stay in your house. This is what I've been trying to do my entire adult life. You know, I, I you're with me. I'm a little shrekky too. A little shrekky. <laughs> I'm fine with donkey. Yeah. <laughs> So with uh, all the the free agency stuff that's been going on, you text started texting. We started texting back and forth, yeah. and you had another theory. One of the theories, I want to preface this for people who are new to the show, one of your theories is that the NFL is just becoming the WWE. It creates storylines because they're going to have to slowly eliminate physical play and have more interest. Wait a second. What's happening on earth right now? They're eliminating physical play Here we, yep. Here to we create go. more interest. To, to be more drama. The NFL's in control. By the way, NFL lives. is controlling the media. So anybody who doesn't want to be just saddened by the state of the economy or... 212 on DirecTV. I go right to it. I do too. NFL Network's my second thought if I'm like, I'm done with this. I can't do it. Yeah. And I watch NFL news. It's the truth. That's all I do. Major League Baseball's network is decent. Because they're showing, like, the season of 1981, and then they'll go run it down. It was a strike season. It's got some interesting stuff. For breaking news that I care about, NFL Network right now, all over it. So my theory basically is that the NFL creates storylines. Today, proven even more by Michael Irvin, who never would have done this or been approved to have done what he did today. He came out and said the reason DeAndre Hopkins uh, was traded, uh, DeAndre uh, to the Cardinals, told Michael Irvin that in the last meeting with Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien said, last time I had to have a talk with somebody like this, it was Aaron Hernandez. So they bring up Aaron Hernandez. Like Bill O'Brien said that you're a problem in the locker room. People like you more than they like me, and you've got to go. Is wait, that wait, wait. Yeah, it was, <clears throat> pardon me, it was more, uh, the, they, Michael Irvin's comment said that DeAndre Hopkins claimed that Bill O'Brien said that he was more like Aaron Hernandez because of the distractions off the field with the amount of baby mamas that yeah, he that had. Too. And that yeah. he wasn't exactly happy with, you know, perhaps And that's the, the reason he traded him. That's, I, that's drama. That I has had to do heard that it was Keith Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the leading source of misinformation on NFL free agency as well. Now, yes. By um, the way, I got a text from Scott. How's it doing? There he is again. Why don't you just ask him what his text says? He can hear us for another minute. He Hi, said, Scott. I will just sit here until the Sunday podcast in case you guys jump on between. <laughs> yeah, Signed, yeah. the <laughs> Beastmaster. Yeah. Lori Singer. By the way, you can't even write down Beastmaster this week. Yeah, Sean, you know it. Because now you know. You know you it's know. Laurie Singer's Laurie brother. Singer's brother. <laughs> I've already ordered the loincloth and yeah. the hair extensions. And Yeah, you're going to look good. Uh, yeah, so the, do you want my theory now? I want the. I okay, want the so here's what I. I, wanna get to, I wanted to get the sports, and we just right, tend to can't help around. that damn Beastmaster. Um, he's in control <laughs> of all of our brains when he calls that eagle to his hand. We, we're all over the map. So my theory. The, oh, be, no. Just thought of something. Oh, God. The Beastmaster Bader. <laughs> what was that eagle's name? That's called <laughs> Ka and Ka. More toilet paper for tummy puddles. 
It all ties together. <laughs> it does. The beast masturbated. Our randomness is working in our advantage. We need Mark Singer on the show. <sighs> or Lori, either way. Or the, sh- the show is being sewn together by a Singer sewing machine. What we need That's too much. It's too far. We're getting too That's, that's too far? meta. That's, that's meta. too far? Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather jerk off with Mark Singer than go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. So the story that I have here is based on the fact that I have some friends who played NFL football in the 90s, early 90s, late 80s. Uh, I used to actually uh, used to golf with them quite a bit. I'm not going to say who it was. But each of them independently told me the story of Joe Montana, Eddie DeBarlow, and Bill Walsh. Now, you remember the, the, the 49ers were the dynasty of the 80s, and headed into the 90s, that was going to continue. They weren't going anywhere. Bill Walsh revolutionized football and brought a brand-new style to, to the game that had never been tried before. It, was, it changed everything. Still used today. Uh, after three Super Bowls, Bill Walsh mysteriously just says, I'm done with football. Joe Montana becomes a chief after a year-long what, what they said. Now, this is rumor. This is not my theory. Rumor that after he got tackled by Jim Burton, had his back messed up, he never came back to the 49ers because they said, well, he probably won't. There was rumor of a cocaine issue based with uh, the ownership that was clearly doing things wrong because they later got indicted, and Bill Walsh was just kind of cast off. Um, the rumor was the NFL broke it up. They broke the whole thing up before it became this gigantic illegal mess. You so had, you're prefacing your theory. Prefacing my theory. And, that, like they, why, and you think about it. Why would the 49ers lose Bill Walsh, Joe Montana, and have Eddie DeBarlow stripped of most of his powers within about a year and a half? Well, they did have Steve Young sitting there. Yes, but, I mean, that was the convenient factor. But the fact of the matter is you would never do that unless there was something not right. So my new theory comes into play where Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and Robert Kraft are, you know, obviously the current dynasty. Now, Roger Goodell's done an amazing job, and we would all agree, even Patriots fans, making that uh, tape gate thing of the early 2000s go away. That was a big deal. Gamblers in a billion-dollar business of gambling on the NFL would have had fire set to every stadium if it came out that Bill Belichick was taping as much as everybody thinks he was and that the cheat was on. Goodell went so far as to get rid of all the tapes after his investigation and said there's no reason to ever look into this again. He destroyed the evidence completely. However, he left behind all the evidence of the investigation, and a lot of it was damning. Uh, They got caught again last year. I think they're in week 11 or 12 with the game against Cincinnati where the tapes were running, and everybody's answer was, uh, what, what, what would they need that against Cincinnati for? And the answer clearly is they were doing it the whole time. They got caught in Cincinnati. Caught, yeah. That's it. Caught in Cincinnati. Caught in Cincinnati. <laughs> Baby, if you've ever wondered. Anyway, uh, so the NFL's basically like, this has to end or we're going to have to investigate again. We've covered you guys enough. Tom Brady, I don't think, knows that Bill Belichick has done this. It taints his legacy. That's why they have obviously had a falling out of some sort. And the NFL basically said, between covering Kraft, Belichick, and you, I'm not dealing with this anymore. This is over. This ends today. Why would the Patriots, who said they were willing to spend more than $30 million a year on Tom Brady, and suddenly he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer? Okay, did you see that the stories that came out, and all your theories do seem to come true eventually if we give them enough time? Yeah. Yeah, They're not stories. They're facts. They're facts from the future. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's right you mean to tell me yeah that's right you brought facts Marty I just found out why Tom is in Tampa 
It's almost Bernie. Bernie. A little Bernie. <laughs> Bernie with the corona. <laughs> oh, I got a problem here. Uh, what does Tom do in Tampa? Free college. Win. He might. But yeah, I mean, it just seems right to me that, I mean, you, okay, the so, NFL doesn't want this to but break so, up. So Tom Brady, and I did use two conjunctions together, yeah. but so. <laughs> Tom Brady uh, was on a call or something with, look this up, Salehi. Uh, he was on a call with um, w- with the Patriots or whatever and was going to go in there and then, or maybe not in a call, on a call, but just talking to them. And then he saw big-time receivers getting signed by the Cardinals and yep. elsewhere, and he's like, I can't do this. You guys are ju- you're just doing what I said I don't want you to do. I have to leave. What, what not getting receivers for him? Yeah. He's never had any. Right, but that's the thing is he wanted something finally because he's getting crushed. So he's going to go to Bruce Arians, the quarterback. Yeah, I was just going to say, you what, Daddy. he's a quarterback killer. Arians will kill him. I'll tell you what, Daddy, I'm going to save you. I'm going to save your life. <laughs> I'm from the bio, just like Coach Ed Orgeron. <laughs> Seven-step drops, five-second holds. We're, we're changing it. We're changing it. We're going a nine-step drop. You're going to drop him down a little Nine, nine and a half-step drop. Harder to catch him because he keeps going backwards. <laughs> he got those gangly legs. But the thing about an Arians offense, which doesn't make any sense to me, is the key to it, and trust me, I know this from being a Steelers fan, is drop your quarterback down and let him hang on to it. This is a vertical passing game. Tom Brady's game is... Look down the field. If it's not there, dump it down to the closest tight end or dump it at the feet of a wide receiver and lift to play the next down. Slate. Yeah, my, my theory with Tom Brady that's always been kind of interesting in terms of his play is I don't necessarily believe that he's purely a system quarterback. I just believe he benefited more than most from the system he played. I believe he had the talent to, you know, he could do what he does as well as he does in any team. I mean, he's the best 10-yard passer, I think, in the history of football. It's just that's what Belichick ran. Arians likes to throw the ball downfield. I mean, he likes to spread it open. Who gives a shit about your theory? (laughs) Wow, Scott's back. (laughs) With a vengeance. Shut up. So Sean Shillelagh. Here, now we got the answers. Tom Brady's the new offensive coordinator. Uh, I heard Mike Lombardi talk about this. They basically just told him, you can run what you want. Do you think uh, – uh, what, what was the guy that was uh, the quarterback for the Jaguars for a while? A late Blake Bortles? Uh, no, no, no. The guy that is their offensive coordinator uh, now, Byron Leftwich. No, that's oh. you the think Byron? That's what I meant. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, he, yeah. but do you think Byron Leftwich is going to tell Tom Brady what to do? No chance from everything uh, I was hearing Mike Lombardi say – They've given him the offense just like they gave Peyton Manning. The There's no way. There's no way. Well, gonna, I, 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 I don't think that. I don't they, think Bruce. That's Arians, why he signed the ego of Bruce Arians. No way. He's gonna. He. He's I tell you what, Dad. I got a. Good, I got a great ego, but it, you know what's even bigger than my ego? What's Tom it? Brady's set of rings. <laughs> that's the truth. That's right, he's got. He's, he's <laughs> got the truth. infinity gauntlet. Do you have new ideas saw, for him? Are you going to change up no, I'm your just gonna, style? I'm just going to let him snap like Thanos with <laughs> <laughs> all those rings. <laughs> Boss Logic, who's this uh, comic artist who's just brilliant, he did the inf- the uh, Infinity Gauntlet with Tom Brady's oh, rings. Yuck. Just freaking brilliant. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what, Dad, I, that thing would knock you out in a second. Knock you yeah. out in a heartbeat. I don't get it, but I, I do think the NFL's behind the whole, like, break it up. Because there's no way, the uh, there's no way, no way the Patriots as an organization want this to happen. There's no way Bill Belichick wants this to happen now. Now they both have yeah, something to prove. I don't think so. He does. No, he doesn't want to. He didn't want to pay him that much money. And Why? Brady said he, 
They were going to pay him more. No, they weren't. Robert they're, Kraft said it, we'd work this out. They said that, though. They said that. Why? They've never paid him anything like that. Why would all of a sudden at 43 when or 44 when he's going to be next year that they would decide to pay him that kind of money? They realized that he didn't even play that well last He did, year. too. Everybody's all over him. He played mm. fine. Once that thing collapsed fine. around the tapes, once that thing kind of fell apart in Cincinnati, the whole team dumped down. And they also didn't give him receivers last year for the first they time didn't. in a while. I mean, he, he, but he has never had a great receiving core outside of the year he had, uh, was it Randy Moss? And, right, but as and you Walker. get older, you want some. Look at Aaron Rodgers is complaining about the same type of thing. Sure, but when Aaron Rodgers complains. Tom Brady is a system guy who plays the game like, hey, look, this is Bill's team, and I'm here to help. And then on the field, he's an egomaniac who runs the show. Yeah, maybe he did for a while, but at a certain point, they both want to prove – Belichick wants to prove that it's him and Brady wants. You but don't wouldn't think you have ahead? done that five years ago? No, because they knew they could you do it at a certain point. 42. And now they and both prove? think they can do it. Not worth the risk. I don't think, I think they're both too smart. Belichick maybe can do it. Tom Brady's too smart to say, I'm 42 now. It's time to go out on my own and prove this. He's, he's, he can't do that. This was the season, off season rather, that I believe it, it came down for Robert Kraft and shoes between Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And I think Bill Belichick won the battle because I truly don't believe that they offered him $30 million. I think they asked him, what do you want, Tom? And Tom said, no, I want, I want to feel loved. I want you to come forward with an yeah. offer that I feel I can't refuse. I, I they never got that offer to Tom Brady, so he took his talents elsewhere. My thing is, and to ask your theory, do you believe this has been a long-standing issue? I mean, for instance, yes. uh, for instance, Joe Montana is a perfect example going to the Chiefs. I mean, nobody thinks about him on the Chiefs. Brett Favre to the Vikings. Like, there's right. there's several of these long franchise quarterbacks that will never be remembered for their last years in a different right. uniform. Is it kind of the same theory that you I have don't... over time, or is this just rather a new thing with this regime? If he goes off and wins a Super Bowl, it's a different animal. Yeah. But he's not. He probably won't. I mean, the odds of it are. I mean, obviously, the odds are pointed against him. Even with the Patriots, they're pointed. It's a hard thing to do. He's in the same division as Drew Brees now. Think yeah. about that. And you know, the Falcons are no joke. I mean, you got Matt Ryan there, and I, they're not going to beat him. But I don't think Tampa Bay is is that quality yet. They're good. Their offense is good, and he's yeah. definitely going to help. But. I just don't see this as a thing that, that anybody in New England would have done. Tom Brady doesn't want to leave the legacy and say and watch him go 4-12. and 12, It's not worth the risk. He knows in New England his legacy is completely safe. I don't think it can be tarnished. It's just awfully strange that a guy that wants to keep playing, who's given so much back to New England, and still can play. It's not like the guy's done, and everybody's been counting him out for years. I mean, what, three of the last six years he's been to the Super Bowl and won it? Yeah. And all six of those years, I think they were in the championship game, save for this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, or so five of them. But it's not like this guy was, you know, barely making it in the team. He had nothing around him, and they still won 13 games. I mean, everybody wants to crap on this thing. I'm not a huge Patriots fan, but they were 13-3 and three or 12-4, and four, whatever they were. That's a massive yeah. good season. You can't do that without a quarterback that's playing top-of-the-line football. They gassed out. I think the whole team kind of gassed out. They relied on too many guys that weren't ready to be relied on. They had that whole Antonio Brown thing in the beginning. Then those tapes came out. Something changed after that Cincinnati thing. Something changed between the relationships. Something changed the way the NFL was treating them. All of it changed, and now it's like, you can't be here anymore. One of you's got to go. It's basically what it was. The theme of the show, uh, and we see his socks and his jersey in the background, I heard Mike Lombardi say that he fully expects Antonio Brown right. will play with the Buccaneers. 
because Tom Brady loved working with him. And he said, it's so strange, but Brady has a difficult time, which I don't think any of us would be surprised. It's like me trying to get along with Shillelagh over there. <laughs> There's a big difference in age, you know? Yeah. And so Tom is going into a team where the age is young, but he thinks Antonio Brown can be the kind of the go-between. <laughs> Yeah. So what you're talking about, Dad, is that BA is going to have TB throw to ABTBD. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I wrote it down, Daddy. That's a promo. Uh, get that. Get that one happening. Where, where's my glasses and my my my, my yeah. BA hat? Don't you think though the NFL pawns players around? Like we don't want this problem anymore. Let's create a new drama somewhere else because now no one's talking about those tapes. That's done. Over. It is interesting how it just goes away. It's gone. And now Tom's not even there. So now all they're talking about is, ooh, the Patriots and Buccaneers play next year. You don't think that's Alex Jerry Jones? <laughs> it's a little Eric Jerry Jones. talking about Because <laughs> right. of the gay frogs. I, I can't get up. They got to get up higher and get madder. Yeah, he's taking over. I can't get out of it, Daddy. You're going to have to take over the, <laughs> the, the range. I can do it. I can do Alex. Jerry Jones. Uh, Jerry Jones. If you're interested, I got to pull my face back now. That's how that works. Them gay frogs and them paper straws. <laughs> Here's what's really good, Daddy. You, you could have faltered like that guy on the on the on the evening news there that said somebody Dana killed himself. Pausing. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I look at this and I see my WWE theory coming more true than ever. They just eliminated what could have been a massive problem again and woke the gamblers in Vegas up. And said, the whole thing's been a farce for 20 years. We don't trust it, and heads will roll. DeBarlow was doing the same thing. DeBarlow was playing with the gamblers and screwing around with the big money, the real money, the stuff that feeds the NFL more than anybody wants to talk about. Gambling Vegas, you know, uh, online especially now. They got that whole new deal with the online gambling starting this year. That is going to shut up now. They're not even going to look into it. And that's a, it's a brilliant maneuver to say, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. He's not even there anymore. It doesn't even matter now. What's what's in the past is past. There's no reason to let it. I don't know. A lot of your theories, when you first say them, I go, you're nuts. And then somebody like Scott or Shillelagh says something completely different and then gets me on the other side. And then I come back after listening to you. It's it's far-fetched. Is it? It's a business. It's an entertainment business. You know more than anybody. They will manipulate the the look of it more than the truth. Well, that's like to, to make an analogy to stand up comedy. The reason I would never do Last Comic Standing is because that was totally manipulated. Absolutely, to, as a reality show for who they wanted to win. You could see it happening on the outside. You can uh, see it on every show ever. Uh, American Idol focuses on people and does like packages on them during auditions. Right. It, it, they they hire people from stables of of agents to say go act like you're auditioning for this you're going to make they don't want average joe to go muck up their their primetime broadcast they want guaranteed ringers to make it an entertaining show of quality entertainment there was one time for america's got talent that i'd been on mad tv and on the nfl on fox for years and they sent me an email asking me if i wanted to audition i said well i have been on television for the last <laughs> people actually seven. knew years it's like it was weird. Yeah, because they, they want. I'm, I'm not even known by Hollywood talent. Yeah, they don't even look at you as something. Yet. No. You can really boost this career you have. I'm the nothing. Sad. Shillelagh. Betray you! <laughs> was your hand up? Yeah, I was going to say, just looking at the other side of this Tampa Bay. Wait a minute. Can you, can you raise your hand and, and people go to you? I've been like a sign for so long. I thought that was our code. Well, we turned There's you down. Actual... Yeah, please. Shillelagh was, ah. Shillelagh was talking. We, we focus more <laughs> We focus more on the in-person 
interactions here. But it's uh, it's definitely interesting to see the Wait other side did, of this coin. Did Sean just take a real quiet jab? Did you oh, hear yeah. that? You heard it. Yeah. We focus more on the people who are actually here. <laughs> I feel wow. like I'm in one of those uh, Texas death matches in the cage, and everyone's uh, ganging up on me. You know, <laughs> hey, like Scott, like, Scott, like, Scott, Scott, please. Sean's talking. Scott, Mr. Salehi, go ahead. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Looking at the other side of this whole Tampa Bay scenario with the two quarterbacks, Jameis Winston is not now expected to sign uh, elsewhere as a starting quarterback. Yet he and Tom Brady had the exact same quarterback rating last season. Well, you to, yeah, well, I mean, while it's understandable that. Tom Brady is a much more talented quarterback than Jameis Winston. He led the league in passing touchdowns, was second in passing yards, but he also led the league in interceptions. Do you think that potentially just all of – because it's not even just Winston, it's all of the quarterbacks moving around the NFL. I mean, we'll get into some of the trades and stuff later, but now you have Chicago getting involved in the quarterback uh, wheel yeah. of fortune. Well, they don't trust Trubisky there. No. Yeah, so, and and that's, 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 that's in ter- that is a team saying – uh, we have our own drama, and we have to make sure we've got a backup plan because they got too good a defense not to have something sitting there waiting. Because if Trubisky, you know, starts to crap the bed again next year, you can't go to whoever. Well, they have Chase Daniel. I don't even know who their backup was, and it, they can't do it. So that's internal. I don't th- I, look. My theory based on the popularity of the Patriots comes from Tom Brady. His other thing about that TB12 stuff that he wants that to be more important, and I don't think Belichick wants that in there. I mean, there's definitely. But what do you, how does that? apply to tampa tampa i think of is a little more uh, the rednecky florida yeah and uh i guess some beaches. you mean why would they make maybe some beaches you know the beaches and wwe wrestlers are the other thing i think about out there do you think he's <laughs> he and gronk the mons venus uh I, I i don't think tampa was i just think they basically said he's not coming back here what if it's tom brady and hulk hogan let me tell you something brother i'm gonna try this tb <laughs> He brings he brings Hulk Hogan back with TB12. Just you know, <laughs> oh, he's got to get the head shake in. Now he's seventy years old and he's back in the ring. Yeah. I, by the way, have you seen the WWE without a crowd? Oh my god! They're running their no. they're running Raw and SmackDown and all that. No, Raw crowd. is the term that should be used oh. in the coronavirus. <laughs> it's true though. They're doing it in their training center. And so the guys will still, like, they'll just all of a sudden you'll be like, well, we're sitting here in an empty room, and then dun, 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 and the Undertaker comes out, and you're like, he still gets his music and an entrance, but there's no crowd, and he grabs him like, let me tell you something right now, empty room. They just did, uh, what is it, Steve Austin? He, I mean, the whole point of the WWE is to play to the crowd, and, yeah. he's, and he literally is like, everybody give me a hell yeah, yeah. and they show just a full frame full yeah. of empty chairs. It's, Wait a second, are they doing it for fun? Like, yes. they're making I think fun they're embracing it. it. They're throwing an they elbow. It's brilliant. That's brilliant. It's brilliant. That's it absolutely brilliant. And, to, and because they're playing it like there's a crowd, and they'll ask the crowd questions, and there's no response. So if I were like a bad guy wrestler, it's I would so show up and have a tape recorder, and like... Yeah, yeah. Just a sound effects machine yeah. and, and mock the good guys. It, it's so worth watching. Oh, that's for its brilliant. I thought you were te- like you were, they were trying to hide no, the whole it, It's just this eye opening it's this eye opening thing of like, wow, this is so smart. When, when I did some stuff with WWE a little bit ago um back in, during the Super Bowl, I was talking to some people. The thing about the WWE is they used to 
really try and hide everything. We yeah. talked about it here oh, yeah, I think, yeah. a little bit too. But then when that court case came down, and kind of like got, the NFL does now. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think there's that course. <laughs> that court case came down and uh, said, it, you know. It's fake. You have to say it's yeah. fake. They embraced it and became entertainment. And then they really started showing you what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, they changed their and, approach. It yeah. was brilliant. Why do you think – my theory comes based on kind of that, that Vince McMahon for 25 years has said, I can do football better than them. He's, he wants in. If anybody sees what's really going on in the NFL, it's a guy like Vince McMahon who's like, oh, it's P.T. Barnum. Yeah. I can do that. And I'm better at it than they are. And so he's started a league twice. He's thrown billions at a league two times trying to out P.T. Barnum, the NFL, who is very good at playing the football games with the pawns, but they're not admitting they're P.T. Barnum. Right. Vince McMahon wants to come in and go, I am the ringmaster. Watch this. Yeah, because of reality shows and stuff like that, people are now more in tune with yeah. seeing behind the curtain a little bit. They want it. And the NFL's been like, no, 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 no. You'll never yeah, see there is, that. There is a lot of – there's a lack of authenticity. Tons. It's all show. You don't want to know what's going on behind the scenes in the NFL. It would oh. taint everything you think is happening. Yeah, there's, there's some truth to that. All right, what else do we want to get into? Um, well, all the other quarterbacks moving around. It's pretty amazing. Next, next year's football season is going to be really weird. There will be nine established quarterbacks on new teams. Scott's in Indianapolis, and you guys have Phillip Rivers now, Well, that, is weird. I, well, I know it seems weird, but I, I kind of discussed this before. I knew he was going to go there because Reich was his coach for two years, yep. and the offensive coordinator was there in San Diego for five years. So unlike Tom Brady, who's walking into an offense that, you know, you guys have spoken, I'm guessing about, I wasn't here when it was really <laughs> being discussed, but uh, it's not a good fit. This offense is going to be designed exactly around what he does. Then he's walking into one of the two best offensive lines in the NFL. Yep. And they just traded their first round draft pick for an all pro defensive tackle from the 49ers. in huge. That one was huge. So, so you're you're looking at a team all of a sudden that is going to be competing with Houston, who traded Hopkins away. And what I heard about that whole deal was it was like, well, obviously we talked about how that was the worst trade ever. O'Brien felt like Hopkins was running the locker room, and he didn't feel like Watson and Hopkins connected that well. It was a little bit one of those deals, like what happened in Seattle and they needed to get rid of some personalities. So Russell Wilson could totally take over the team. That's his opinion on what happened with Watson. The other, uh, and Hopkins, the other thing was is Hopkins wanted $20 million and Hopkins is an amazing receiver, but he doesn't get open. He just jumps over people. So how much longer can he do that? And do you want to spend $20 million? But it's the old buddy Ryan thing when he traded Chris Carter from the Eagles to the Vikings and they asked him, why yeah. did you do that? And he goes, a oh, guy just catches touchdowns. And then you find out 10 years later that it actually was Chris Carter asking buddy Ryan, I have to get out of Philadelphia. I'm drinking myself to death. And I've got to get closer to this whatever situation I'm in. Get rid of me. I have to leave this. And Buddy Ryan took the slings and arrows of what is a terrible trade from history. And no one ever yeah. talks about the fact that Chris Carter says, Buddy Ryan saved my life by letting me have that. He did that yeah. for me well, and look, never Bill said why. Bill O'Brien, like you're talking is taking – he's getting crushed. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he was on the fence of being fired, you know. Yeah. 
Anyways, this is one of those things that gets the crowd completely against you. The fans, he's getting destroyed. What in the world would you do that for and then not tell your fans, here's the reason why. If what Michael Irvin's saying is true. He owes him. He owes him. He beast mode that man. If he went on and said uh, what Michael Irvin said is absolutely true and we had Did to get you say Beastmaster? Beastmaster. Beastmaster beta. If he said. <laughs> I'm the gatekeeper. I'm a gatekeeper. Who's the beast master? I'm the you can't stop me, beast mode. M and M's don't touch me. <laughs> so no, I'm just. I am the key. <laughs> if he was, if he was right, and if what Michael Irvin is saying is right, Bill O'Brien's got every right in the world to stand in front of a podium and say, "I know you hate me right now, but that's exactly what happened. We had a problem in the locker room." He can save face. He's not doing it. It reminds me a lot of the Buddy Ryan situation where everybody just crapped crapped on Buddy Ryan for making that move, and then you find out later. Isn't that, that part of the football code, though? What happens in the locker room stays in the locker room? Then why would Michael Irvin say it? Because he's part of that. Because Michael Irvin doesn't care anymore. Michael Irvin is one that needs to care more than anybody. Why? Because of the White House, the drug problems. If he if he had teammates say, all right, Michael, if we're spilling what happened in the locker room, watch this. Well, well he needed to, at that time. To be fair, DeAndre Hopkins went to Michael Irvin and told him this and gave him permission to Sure, to but Michael Irvin has to sit back and say, you know, that rule. What happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. You don't do that. And no, then, but and he then, has the chance to break a big Sure, story. but okay, well, then that, then that theory shot. Well, I, Frank, I, I, and just no, in just terms gonna, of uh, hold on, just in terms of uh, <laughs> wait, Slay, do you have anything? Real hey, quick? yeah, no, no uh, wait, one thing, Jose, can you pretend to knock him off again? <laughs> I muted him. <laughs> no, go ahead, Scott, because I lost my my train. I got back. Oh, there it is. Okay, go ahead. Go. No, I was going to bring up. You bring up Michael Irvin. That the first time you were on the best damn sports show, do you remember that, uh-huh. uh, Frank? Because you crushed so much, and Michael Irvin was on it, right? Yeah, I think he was one, of, and he looked at Frank like Frank was a, uh, a man of voodoo and a magic. <laughs> he was so he he was looking like everybody else is dying laughing, and he could not. His eyes were like, oh my lord. What is going on here? I've never seen this before. I, I, I've, I've I, seen it. Because after time, I was seeing unicorns. Thanks to crack cocaine. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a classic. How does that man make unicorn shoot out of his face like that? He's amazing. Unicorn face shoot. Unicorn face man. No, I, I look. I you know I don't. I I, I believe the the theory of the locker room stays there. But then, if that's the case, DeAndre Hopkins is breaking all the rules. Uh, Michael Irvin's breaking all the rules, and then that's not much of a rule. So yeah, I don't. I, I, Bill O'Brien. If Bill O'Brien's there. expected to say, "Oh, what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room," well, he has Andre, to get he has to get other players to want to come to Houston. I, why would yeah. that? You see that I, I sent out a tweet that uh, because the Steelers got Derek Watt, they should <laughs> they form full on. I didn't put this part, but they should form full on Voltron. <laughs> they should form full on Voltron and get JJ and offer uh, a four pack of Charmin and a bottle of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Sure. And I said, forget about the four-pack. Just give them the hand sanitizer. Yeah. He'll go for it. <laughs> <laughs> now they also have the Edmonds brothers. They have uh, the two Edmonds. Terrell and uh, his brother play for the Steelers, but the other one's a Buffalo Bill. We're they're, into they're my sources. For- At this particular time, it appears the Pittsburgh Steelers really are like the Pittsburgh Pirates of the 70s. We are family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – I'm going to give you a note. Yeah. Just mm. – Mm-hmm. Well, you guys can talk while I. No, do no, I, that's not what we do on this show. We go behind the the the, the curtain. I'm I, excited I just, about I just, this. Note. I, well, this is my uh, old-fashioned tweeting. 
I just oh. got an Adam Schefter tweet. Okay. And you write like a left-hander, which is Well, because I'm writing right in an odd spot. Steelers just signed. The, according to my sources, at this particular time, the Steelers have now signed the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> All oh, my God. They just love brothers. <laughs> Questions? Yeah. Manny, Moe, and Jack. <laughs> the Pep Boys. <laughs> Are they even brothers? <laughs> I think they're just friends. <laughs> I think they're just like you, me, and Scott. <laughs> Two guys that like. I mean, you, me, and Salehi. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have thrown Scott in there so quickly. That was exciting well, that for a joke second. Could have been so great if it had been Salehi. <laughs> if I'd have initially gone I mean, with did it. Did you hear? I turned into a cross between yeah. Scott Long and Dennis Miller. Yeah. Miller! Miller! <laughs> I'm out here in Indianapolis with half an internet. <laughs> I got a I got a quarter roll of Charmin, and my Purell bottle's empty. I don't even have anything for Billy O'Brien. That's the Billy I'm talking to. Billy O'Brien. Billy O'Brien. If there's honestly anybody though that's thankful more than anyone on this planet about the whole Tom Brady news, it is Bill O'Brien. Because while he's getting cooked, he's not getting cooked nearly as much as he would have if Texas was if the Texans weren't still dominating headlines and Tom Brady didn't take over that whole news cycle because I mean he would be demanded to go onto a podium and explain himself otherwise but Tampa Bay kind of took over the news and now nobody's talking about it. I'm talking about daddy we're going to make it happen the coronavirus the the coronavirus offense social distancing for Tom Brady daddy. That division's going to be really interesting in the NFC South because you know Bridgewater went to Carolina, they have a brand new co- uh, coach, too. Oh, breaking news. Maybe. Wait, breaking news. Mike Tomlin has just confirmed he's met <laughs> the Einstein brothers. <laughs> My God, a bagel boys? Yes. <laughs> I love that you're surprised that you were. Holy it. moly. <laughs> This is shocking information. You do that as Norm McDonald. Hey, man. Oh, my God. It's like like breaking news, you know? It's like right there in front of us. had no idea what was going to happen. And then uh, then, uh, Adam Scheffler did it, you know? Yeah. You ever hear that that Adam Scheffler guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, that news was shocking, (laughs) you know? There I was just uh, uninformed. And boom. You know? Holmberg's doing his own... uh, (laughs) Oh, God, who was I going to say? That's just where things are at now. <laughs> Phil Hendry. And you it was like a your- Phil Hendry. It was like a Phil Hendry thing where he's doing his own bit, yes. writing it down, doing a different voice, and then seeming excited by his own <laughs> thing. That was well, that's cool. That's great. But I, I am the Vince McMahon of yeah. podcasts. <laughs> according to your sources, right, well, Scott Long. According, according to my sources, <laughs> Scott Long has finally broken. It's on suicide watch. I am. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. My, my whole career, I've got, I mean, I have nothing. The last thing was on my calendar. They called me 30 minutes before this show. That's over. Oh, man. And, it's yeah, all now, you know, it all, it's all over kind well, of. Well, that's know, the I funny guess. thing we talked a little bit about this morning on the radio show is the, uh, while everybody sits and tries to figure out, are they going to have a job? Where's the money coming from? The economy's tanked. You got to sit and read about, uh, you know, guys like uh, Tannehill breaking down $30 million. Tannehill, man. And, then, <laughs> and you got the Mariota tr- thing. and Tannehill with a tanny mountain of cash, man. <laughs> hey, hey, Coach Gruden, what do you think about Jason Witten coming to the ring? Wu-Ten, man. We got the Wu-Ten clan happening, man. 
It's only, I'm the only guy who's got a player older than the coach. Yeah, the best thing is is that is uh, everyone is Tessator and uh, Tarico going to show up, and all of Monday Night Football oh. will now. Be Booker well, Booker McFarland, yeah, no, we'll get him back. Tell you what, man, we got Howard Cosell coming back to life, man. <laughs> this Billy, this how about is Billy? Howard Cosell? You do Cosell, Frank. <laughs> That's a crude Everyone thing. forgot yeah, how yeah. to do Howard Cosell. <laughs> Frank proved it. Right there. Dennis Miller's got to come there. Yeah. Oh, that's the kind of Oh, that's right. Bring them all back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I, was, I, did a good, <laughs> I did that line. I was like, that's like Agnon Khashoggi waiting in line for the Matterhorn at Disney World. He's like, that. when I was on his podcast one time, I think it might have been with Carvey. He's like, yeah, and references like that got me fired from there, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> You know how fast I was out of there. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, it's uh, where do you th- predict Cam Newton goes? That's what I want to know from you guys. Mm. Cam Newton ends I mean, up where? Now that the Bears have Nick Foles, where does Cam Newton go? Uh, gosh, that's something you should have uh, asked us before the show. Started. San Diego. There are. Rumors. I mean, there is no team. I thought rumors they said- of Washington. I mean, Ron oh, you mean Ron you mean L A. I don't. I still, but I, they said L A's done. They're just going to go with who they have. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. What do they hate the, their fans? Well, just for this year, because that's the thing. They don't have too, fans. That, yeah, that's, that's true. the thing. A lot of people need to take into consideration is that teams who are at the lower or at the bottom of the barrel, they can afford to tank this year as well, because you have Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, some really good quarterbacks coming up in yeah. next year's draft class. To, to tank, but you don't have to pay immediately compared to. Yeah. So they're tanking now. They're already tanking. Yeah. Unroll the new But they've uniforms, got a good defense. Stadium. They've got a good defense, and that doesn't make sense to me. That you, you weren't tanking when you went out and got the Bosa, and you got the other guys, and you got a decent defense. It's like, well, because they thought they had a chance, and now they realize they don't for a year. I, I, I've never understood. Not a year away. If they, I mean, a quarterback's not their only issue. but I mean, Their offensive was, line is just brutal. Yeah. So, and I don't know if Cam Newton wants to go to a place where the offensive line's brutal. So, so he's got no Where are land. landing spots for, for Cam? Uh, New England is an interesting thought. Jameis Winston going to New England, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah said, wouldn't that be the most Bill Belichick thing ever is to turn Jameis Winston to a reliable passer? Oh, that, I could definitely that, see that. Yeah, but that would that, be unreal. That just shoves it in Brady's Completely. face. Completely. Like, like we traded you for him. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a guy who throws to the other team more than our own guys. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to make him uh, – JW12. <laughs> gets his own, he lets him have his own lets health, his health thing and gives him his number. Yeah. Oh my Has God. his own trainer. Yeah. He gets excited that Jameis can bring his trainer wherever he'd like to go. Yeah. That'd be, an, <laughs> that'd be amazing. He just he treats him like a son. Just the greatest. <laughs> it gives him $33 million. Uh, come here, Jamie. Yeah. Come here, Jamie. I want to give you a hug. J-Tabs. But the, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, that's a good spot for him because that's the most intrigue. If my WWE theory holds true, Jameis Winston goes to New England. Yeah, I, I think they're looking at Andy Dalton. From Yuck. Can you imagine if well, they somehow trade a bunch of picks, get up into the top ten, and take the kid out of Utah State, Jordan Love? They've got a 1,000 picks. I mean, that sounds like one of the most uh, Belichick things ever, take yeah. some kid out of raw talent, out of a small school, not expected to necessarily blow Not the roof to give off. up that much capital, though, for him. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't do that kind of Yeah, match. I don't know. Nah. That, no, I don't think so. But, I he mean, does the opposite. Jameis Winston has all the talent in the world. He just needs somebody to tame him. And the worst well, the worst offense you can be in to try to tame a quarterback is uh, Bruce Arians. I mean, Luck and Roethlisberger used to throw a lot of picks because it was a sandlot right. offense. But, I mean, right. it was feast or famine, and both those guys had a little more control over the picks. I mean, Jameis Winston in a controlled environment has a rocket yeah, I mean the guy can throw a strawberry through the side of a house. The guy has a rocket arm, so 
I mean, if anybody's going to tame him, that would is be, that, that a new be, analogy? I've never heard that one before. <laughs> throwing a strawberry. I'm, I'm just honestly, I've, I've never heard, heard it. I've heard it. Uh, I've heard it several different ways. Strawberry through a battleship. Throw, strawberry through a safe. Strawberry through a safe. I like house. it. Why is it a strawberry? Because they're very soft. Yeah. But if you throw it hard enough, it, if it went through a house, you'd be really impressed, wouldn't you? I would be. Yeah, yeah. the guy's got a I mean, big any, arm. But I pretty much anything being thrown through but a house. A strawberry. I mean. Anything. <laughs> Anything. Anything. <laughs> like if I chucked a baseball into some stucco and it went through, you'd be like, probably some weak stucco. A strawberry? Even weak stucco should stop that. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, room. you're right. It is an interesting thought to think. I, I, when blew I when through you said through a house, I'm thinking a full wall. Like right. stucco goes, there's framing of the house and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, you're just talking stucco. Frame. You broke it down. Don't hit a stud. That's why I always thought the strawberry. Well, we got a stud right now, Jason <laughs> Wu Tan man, the Wu Tan clan. You uh, don't want the Wu hand, that's for sure. Oh my God, that's Jason true. Wu Han, that Wuhan. would not be good. Everybody's gonna stay clear from him, man. <laughs> <laughs> stay clear from Wu Han, man. It's Witten. Whatever, man. Just tell people. My friend sent me a text before I got here that said, "Did you see Kevin Durant has tested positive?" Yeah. Which clearly means that coronavirus is going to win this year. <laughs> the only signs up for that. <laughs> I loved it. The next chapter. Yeah, All right, let's get chapter. through some other free agency stuff, and then we'll. Uh, There's other stuff. There's, is there anything else? I think that there is. Uh, was there anything so. else big, or is that it? I mean, uh, everybody in Dallas has been paid except for the players you need. <laughs> like they've got everybody paid outside of like now defensive players, and they Sean Lee right. just got another contract to sit on the sidelines injured next year. Another sign that the NFL is controlling the marketing right now. They're giving everyone free NFL Game Pass through the end of May so you can watch every NFL game ever They're played. They're brilliant. They are brilliant. They're allowing you to sit in their home, in your home right now on quarantine and, and watch every NFL game ever. Well, what's also about Game Pass, too, is that that allows you to have access to coaches' film as well. So you get the full 22, well, all 22 all camera. Well, that's true. <laughs> not, not the Bengals-Patriots. You don't, you don't get that. There's a roomy camera. Things that keep away from other people. Next question. But real, real football fans should be jumping over the moon for this because yeah you can break down would they uh, throw a strawberry through a house <laughs> <laughs> well that didn't make them stronger i just wanted to use a reference i don't know the character, <laughs> the that character so annoying i didn't say it like that i know you it's know. a great reference it's a great way where it's, did you learn that great, great metaphor a great metaphor he could throw a grape through a tank <laughs> Yes, another good one. Because what do you get out of that? Like, that guy's because got a strong when arm. you picture a grape, you picture a round fruit that bounces. All right, I'll just throw the other one my grandpa used to say. A guy could toss an egg back into a chicken. That's accuracy. It's <laughs> a good accuracy quote. I've heard that one. That's a good one. Have yeah, you? I, like I thought, like, well, yeah. maybe it's an Indiana thing because my grandpa in Indiana said it. <laughs> that was a great pitch. That guy could throw an egg through a chicken right back in there. <laughs> I really wish I had broadcast left because if I could sneak those in there, they're I would good lines, to, right? Absolutely, guys. Well, look, you know, take it for all you want. I'll sue you. <laughs> you heard it here first. I right? just saw it here outside of sports. I just saw this came through on Twitter. K Rock, K R O K. Yeah. Did you see this? I did that the the morning team? Uh, Kevin and Bean fired over the phone during the pandemic. Bean left about a year and a half. Ago. Oh, he did. Yeah. So uh, they just fired. So it's been Kevin. the Kevin Kevin show for. Oh, wow. Kevin gets paid With a lot Allie of money. Allie and Jensen. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin gets paid a lot of money, and I know that they've had a rating slide there at K Rock, but that's still terrible. They got fired over the phone during this mess. Well, you uh, can't do it face to face. Well, right. But you could wait until it's over. 
You're not, was gonna, the you're guy not making who any money with your new show now. They were always great. To they're me. good people. They're they're actually really fun. Yeah. Both. I mean, they, I don't even know if they got along real well, but I've had one interaction with them. I'm like, you couldn't have been better to me. Yeah. So Wasn't one great. of the guys up in Seattle doing the yeah. show? Yeah. Bean. Bean. Which, Bean. Bean was, okay. Yeah. Like you, he was on a little screen. Yeah. In the studio, yeah. and then they yeah. asked him to leave. Wow. <laughs> 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 Now Scott's going to get a phone call. He's or he's afraid he's going to get a phone call now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here's here's my mother-in-law. She's worried about our family, you know, and she's like, "Well, you know, you're, you know, you probably can make it up in the podcast, right?" You know, she's an eighty-year-old woman. Eighty-year-old woman. I'm like, no one makes. There's like twenty people. What are you hanging out with her for? Podcast. I was talking to her on Facetime, oh, kind of okay, like what okay. I did then, and she actually uh, let me go. I, Does I'm anyone talk busy. to you face to face? Not anymore. You're always Not even in that my basement. children. I am. <laughs> you're FaceTime like them upstairs. The I'm the gimp. By the way, so do oh, you have a story for this? Because I had something to connect to that. No, no. Go ahead, and then I'll tell you this. Joey is constantly. My son, 15 years old, is constantly texting me from another room, and I'm about yeah. to smack him. Uh, yeah, I can't reach him though. I, I, that's probably why. Yeah, I the door locked. You know, it's and it is. Yeah, and well, that's because of the toilet paper thing we yeah, talked about. Earlier. Probably he's a teen boy. Why not? But it's just, he'll, I go, come here and talk to me. And he just won't do it. He's like, meh. It's, Why would the he? only time he'll talk to me is when I'm doing something. I'll be in the right. middle of trying to get <laughs> a tweet out on time that's uh, you know, a timely tweet, something that, that's happened with the news. I want to try and beat people to it. And that's when he has to share uh, shoe information with me <laughs> about shoes coming out in two weeks. And like, let's, you know what? Just text me. Then he'll text me. Time out, son. That's all you have to do. Time out. Can Go you in the other that? room and text me. Yeah. Yeah. No. I would have texted my dad if I had the technology. I'd have texted him all the time. It would have been much better. Really? Yeah. I like to talk to my son. I do like to talk to him, uh, but he's he's got all the information. He gets it. I, it seems like he gets it before Schefter and Rappaport. <laughs> he's he has, good. Yeah. He is so quick. And like, how did you get that? He's like, it, was, it came out on the, you know, a tweet from uh, Schefter. I'm like, wow. no, it's not, it's not even appeared yet. And then it appears. I'm like, you're going back. Into, you're Tony Romo. <laughs> you're five seconds ahead of his dad. This is incredible stuff. <laughs> Scott, what was your story? And we'll wrap it up. So I'm trying to help my in-laws, and they give me a list of horrible things I have to buy at CVS that I was very embarrassed to buy, and most of the things were out, except it depends. And so <laughs> I uh, then my my father-in-law, who's awesome guy, okay, but he's he's 80 years old, and he wanted me to buy him his lottery tickets, and so I go to the convenience store, and this <laughs> he's 30, gambling this th- in more ways than one yeah, right hey now, boy, man. is he? <laughs> oh yeah. Who yeah, needs well, toilet paper? Just give me them tickets, boy. Yeah. So Ooh, it's, he, a great, ooh, it's a great Lou Gehrig. Tanglefoot. <laughs> I, I write go it in down, there. Write it down. Pride of the Yankees. Write it down. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. And so he he picks the same numbers every week. And he's a really conservative guy. This is like his excitement. So I go up to the guy that's behind the thing. He's got long hair, long beard. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this, it's you know. Christ. And he's like, fill out the forms, like you're playing uh, playing the All Star games, you know, how you used to fill out the All Star tickets or the All Star right. team in baseball. So I'm filling it out. I hand it to him. I'm like, I need to buy the next six weeks. And he's like, I hate the lottery. The the kid, <laughs> behind the, the guy behind the counter. And I'm like, dude, I know. Just it takes him five minutes. There's nobody behind me, or I wouldn't have done this. So then I'm like, look, man. How old are you? He's like 32. I'm like, when I was 32, I hated the lottery. 
with every ounce of my soul. And my wife worked for the lottery that, and she did. <laughs> and that's how much I still hated the lottery, except when they gave her a check. So I'm like, this is the only excitement this old man has each week. Now, this is the only way he can get a boner for anything in life. And the guy goes, dude, I get it, man. Thanks. And he's like, and I would have said boner. They think that's the thing that really kind of got me right there. And in that moment, I felt like we had a breakthrough. Like there was something beautiful, you know, like we're wrapping the show up. So you guys doing a podcast together now? CVS, (laughs) CVS Christ and Scott Long. It wasn't a CVS. Okay. Yes. That's my story. It was kind of beautiful. It was kind of beautiful. We had a connection because these 80 year old people are locked up. It's finally the end of their life. They really finally. are. They're giving them an hour and a half in grocery stores here by themselves. And I was at the grocery store yesterday, and the meat aisle was completely emptied out, except for one thing at the end of the freezer, Beyond Meat. But nobody wants that garbage. <laughs> nobody wants this, this thing. So I, all I picture was these old people at 645 in the morning. What the hell is Beyond Meat? <laughs> well, it's vegetable patties. I'd rather die. <laughs> well, you're no, not I'm going to die. No, thank you. Uh, AJ's, which is like the yeah, elegant nice. grocery store around here, <laughs> they right. still have tons of prime beef and meat. Oh, okay, yeah, lots oh, on it. The rich people again. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. my God. Are they allowing the unwashed in still, or uh, no. is it just for us? By the way, text from Michelle just just moments ago. just moments ago. Let's go to Frank's oh, phone. This is incredible. This is Tony, incredible. read Frank's most recent. Text. Oh, I just had the best time at AJ's. I'm going to read it straight. I just had the best time at AJ's, the grocery store. Somebody tried to rob them, and the guy checking me out very calmly said, excuse me, left me a scan of my items, I guess, ran out after them and grabbed them in the parking lot. It was so much Nabbed a guy. Yeah. Cool. And this great story, and my wife still can't make sense in a text. (laughs) You know what? Go through your text first. When you got a good, because you know I'm doing a podcast. You know I'm probably going to read it. Yeah. Go through it, proofread a little bit, and then send me the text so I can go through it. I never proofread. Mine are crazy. No, yeah, you've got some. I've got some lunatic ones. Well, I'm usually doing voice to text. Yes. I can tell that. Terrible. A lot of times. Yeah. I told you the story about my Aunt Joan once, right? (laughs) Hold on. I told you about. I told one. you the story about my aunt Joan once. Once, once. it's all you want to hear. It. You want to hear this. This is how we're ending. Uh, uh, <laughs> you want to end it with this? that, uh, Scott? Name your name. Drop your other podcast. This might work. Uh, this week we're talking about the 1918 Spanish flu epidemic and how it relates economically to today. I love that. Wow. That could also be what your segment on this podcast is called. This might work. Jose <laughs> uh, Mesa. Flu. <laughs> <laughs> Jose Mesa underscore creator and the uh, Juan and Joe podcast. By the way, John Menti coming up with some oh, yeah. uh, great artwork for Jose to uh, work with and animate as well. To manipulate. Uh, Salehi, you got anything going on? Online classes you're missing? Yeah, I actually was in a class for the majority of this podcast. Probably shouldn't yeah. say that. Yeah, you well, should. Yeah. Nobody's listening. What is your, do you have three things that you didn't understand today? Uh, just oh, yeah. two. I okay. did not so understand. Sean Salehi, who I met in a airport an airport bathroom, bathroom. <laughs> a stall, uh, stealing toilet paper. Yeah. No, he. Hey, uh, that's my hole. Twenty-two years old. <laughs> Boom. Larry Craig. <laughs> it's the Larry Craig of kids. Uh, <laughs> He's he, little Larry Craig. If this, if you're new to the show, he lets us know all the references that prove we're old. That's right. First He's, one is Floyd the Barber. Oh. So on the Andy yeah. Griffith program. Ooh, Andy. <laughs> Hold on, let's go, because he can do this one. So you got a good one? 
Ooh, Andy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it got really creepy. Got, ooh, ooh, Andy. That's I'm, a what? Ooh, Andy, I'm on Pornhub. Yeah. It mine's it, Trump. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, oh. Andy. Oh, ooh, Andy. <laughs> Kevin Meany is to do I'm calling him on the NP phone. <laughs> That's I not right. There. Kevin Meany's another one. No, that, you won't uh, get that. You, he's a late Meany. Kevin Meany. Yeah. Oh, I got to tell my Kevin Meany story next time. Okay. okay next time it's is It's a right. great one. And then what else? We'll do that. What else? Uh, Tanglefoot, because you told me to write it down. I know who Lou Gehrig is, obviously, but I don't know what, what the Tanglefoot reference is. So Walter Brennan, who, who was born at age 80, yes. I believe, yep. he's, uh, he, he would be the type of guy, you know, Whoa, where, where? he always seemed like the old-time prospector. prospector. Okay. I'm he, shitting in a gold mine. Every time there's a gold mine, he's on top of it. Yeah. So he played, uh, what was he? It's like a writer, wasn't he? Was he the, was he the nah, I thought. In uh, Pride of the Yankees, a Lou Gehrig story. Yeah, Jackie Cooper plays uh, Luke Gehrig, and Gary uh, Cooper. Gary Cooper, yeah, yeah. not Jackie. <laughs> different, different. <laughs> His brother, Laurie. <laughs> should Singer. see him naked. Laurie Singer. <laughs> Singer. Uh, I knew as I said it too yeah. that I Jackie probably Cooper had it wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> who was Jackie? Cooper? He was a comedian. Bad one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, not a bad. Wasn't oh, the guy one. with Howard Stern? They would get all angry. Yeah, he got yeah. really grouchy. He had the big. Oh, glasses. he was yeah. so funny. He was funny, but he it was, was like funny. he was angry. <laughs> Scott yeah, he, Scott's him. idol. <laughs> Scott Scott's he kind of. I kind of was my you role. Relate to <laughs> I do. I'm the Jack. Uh, so the- so uh, he steps on a bunch of bats, and uh, Lou Gehrig the, does. Yeah, and the woman calls him Tanglefoot, and. Uh, because he gets all tangled up. The, the, the woman, I think, he eventually marries. That's right. It's his wife of the future. Uh, and uh, the, as the character is like, oh, Tanglefoot. Yeah. Great Lou didn't, Derrick. Didn't that start the pandemic when he stepped on those bats? The Tanglefoot pandemic. Yeah. And later turned into the corona. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Mr. Magoo. That's another one you won't know. That's who he just turned into. And uh, I, got I have one. That, one. I, hold on. I got oh, no. one I think he didn't know. Uh, John started singing a song. Did you do you remember? Baby, have you, if you've ever wondered. Oh yeah, that's true. No, yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Of me. And no, I do not recognize that. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. So there's a sitcom in the '80s called with Howard Hessman. Got kind of tired of packing and unpacking. I won't stop. Town to town, up and down the dive. And they were at a radio station. Just drop it down Maybe you and me. And uh, it was all about, it was a workplace sitcom. And they were just crazy guys. Uh, so that was. Was it a good show? Oh, we didn't even get to, w- we didn't get to Caddyshack next time because okay. you did watch yeah. Caddyshack. Caddyshack will be yeah. next next episode. W-K-R-P and <laughs> Cincinnati. Then at the end. Bartender, bartender, gone down tonight. Remember the end? It was a rock song at the end. Ending credits, KRP. Oh, huge. A booger. <laughs> that's why you got kicked off. All right. Yeah, that's what, what was the Okay, point? here's my question uh, that I didn't know. Strawberry through a house. Never heard that. I don't know <laughs> well, what that's about. Well, hear that. If the man had a capability of doing it, you would be impressed with his acumen and his arm. Mm, I think. I'm looking it up. All right. We're gonna, we'll do that next show. Uh, John, we're going to end this show on your story you about sure? Aunt, is it Aunt Joan. Aunt Joan. Can it be told on eh, Spell the word Aunt. A-U-N-T? Now, if you replace the A with a C, you don't want to go texting your dad how you don't want to see his sister, <laughs> Aunt sure. Joan. Except for my phone autocorrects. Oops. Sorry, Dad. I love that Hold story. on. Hold on. You have to say why it autocorrects, because you use it I use so, so much. So often. I say the C <laughs> word so much more often than the word Aunt. And I said, I don't want to go to Thanksgiving at Joan's house. That's my sister! 
did he really? Yeah, he text that because I didn't proofread it. It just kept saying, calling his sister the c word over and over, <laughs> over and over. What, what? What the hell's going on? That's family. I'm like I just don't want to go. It's too far. What? What did you ever do to you? And I'm like, I'm, why are you so mad about this? We could have it at my house. Then I looked and I'm like, oh. I've had those sorry. issues with you where you don't realize you're you're texting the wrong thing completely yeah. for a while. Don't care. You don't care. What do you? <laughs> So much reality. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. We love you. I hope there's what? a tomorrow.